Do you ever overtreat your low blood sugars? If you do, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Live Free with UND podcast, brought to you by the Diabetes Psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to build your type 1 diabetes stress management plan like a sailboat. You are the captain, your diabetes management is the hull, your mindset is the sails, your behavior is the rudder, and your support team is the crew. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and on this episode of the podcast, I talk all about overtreating lows. We all do it, and we all regret it afterwards. But the question is, why do we overtreat our lows? And what can we do to not overtreat them? Or at least make sure our blood sugar doesn't spike if we do. In this episode of the podcast, we dive into all of those questions and more. If you ever have high blood sugars after low blood sugars and can't get off that blood sugar roller coaster, you're going to love this episode. Hey there, welcome to the Live Through with 2 and D podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. We have all been there before. Your blood sugar drops low and all of a sudden panic sets in. You are hungry, you are irritable, and you are scared. So you go to the kitchen, and you open the refrigerator, and you eat everything in sight. 15 grams of carbs and wait 15 minutes? Throw that out the window. You need food now. And so you eat more, and you eat more. And you wait, and you still feel low. So you eat even more. And pretty soon, you know the rest of the story. After a little while, you feel better, but your blood sugar spikes really high. Not only are you frustrated with yourself, but you also feel awful. So then you take insulin, your blood sugar comes down, and the cycle starts over and over again. I call this the cycle of overcorrection. An overcorrection is not helpful. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about overcorrecting low blood sugar and why overcorrecting is not helpful. But first, let's start off by talking about what does it mean to overcorrect a low blood sugar. Overcorrecting means eating more carbs than you need to deal with a low blood sugar without bolusing for it. Now, I know this might sound a little bit crazy, but if you're going to eat more than 15 grams of carbs and your blood sugar is low and you have no insulin on board, then that's okay as long as you take insulin for it, either right away or when your blood sugar starts to come back up. But overcorrecting means eating more and eating more and eating more, but not correcting for it, thinking that you need more food in order to keep yourself safe. And that's not helpful. Actually, all it does is send your blood sugar skyrocketing and you get on this blood sugar roller coaster. And guess what happens? One side note here is that if you have a low blood sugar, that actually increases your risk of having another low blood sugar within the next 24 hours. And so that's why you see yourself on a blood sugar roller coaster. You go high, you correct, you go low, and back and forth and up and down and all around. And all of a sudden, now your day has been consumed by diabetes. You feel awful, you feel frustrated, you feel guilty and ashamed, 
and all you want to do is to feel better. Now, before you get too hard on yourself, I want to talk a little bit about why we overcorrect and how if you do overcorrect, and I certainly do sometimes, you're not crazy, you're not irrational, all you're doing is trying to work with your biology in a way that is going to make you feel good and, and think you're going to keep yourself safe. See, when your blood sugar goes low, your symptoms are telling you, I'm uncomfortable. But what's really happening is your brain is saying, I need sugar. I need glucose in order to function appropriately and effectively and in a way that can help me to deal with the day in the way that I need to. And when you don't have that sugar, your brain reacts. It says, I need food. And so overcorrecting is actually a normal and common thing because your biology, your physiology is telling you that you need sugar. However, just like with emotions, sometimes our physiology and our symptoms don't help us. They overreact and they tell us that we need more sugar than we need. And we give into that. And that's by no fault of your own. It just happens because that's what your body's telling you to do. And you, in the moment of panic and the moment of feeling awful, you believe it. But at the same time, what would happen if you slowed down? If you create some rules for yourself and you really understood the downfall of overcorrecting, not only in the moment right now, but also for your mental health and your ongoing diabetes management. So I want to spend some time today talking about three reasons why overcorrecting is not helpful. I know that it's very easy to rationalize overcorrecting, saying, ah, I'll deal with it later, or it's not a big deal. And in the moment, every once in a while, it may not be that big of a deal. However, if you find yourself in a pattern of overcorrection, especially if you have a fear of low blood sugar, Overcorrecting only makes your fear and your behavior worse. And once you start, it gets harder and harder to break that cycle. So let's talk about three reasons why overcorrecting your low blood sugar is not helpful. Reason number one, when you overcorrect, it reinforces your belief that the only way that you can stay safe and feel better is by eating more glucose than you actually need for the low blood sugar. Now, I know that in the moment, it feels like panic. It feels like an emergency. And to some degree, it is. You need glucose, no doubt about it. But when you overcorrect on a regular basis, you start to believe that the only reason that you're safe is because you overcorrected. The only reason that you're able to function is because you overcorrected. And then you start to rationalize it. And you tell yourself it's not that big of a deal. When in reality, it is. When you overcorrect, you tend to have a more challenging day. Your blood sugar spikes and you feel bad. You go on this blood sugar roller coaster. And all of a sudden, you become more tired. You become more anxious. And you become more frustrated and angry with diabetes. But the thing is, it's hard to get out of that cycle. When you go low again, or when you go close to being low again, you tend to overcorrect because it becomes that becomes a habit. Instead of having a habit of eating 15 grams of carbs in 15 minutes, 
you have a habit of eating 100 grams of carbs and then not waiting and then watching a blood sugar spike. And not only does that increase your frustration, but it makes it so much harder to stop overcorrecting. Reason number two why overcorrecting is not helpful. It's all about patience. As you know, managing diabetes and managing your emotional health around type 1 diabetes is a game of patience. Insulin doesn't work right away. Blood sugar doesn't come up as fast as you want it to. Sometimes you have to wait to eat or wait to exercise. It's all about patience. In overcorrecting, it's actually the opposite of patience. If you know that 15 grams of carbs will bring your blood sugar up within 15 or 20 minutes, and you know that you'll feel better soon, it's important to be patient. It's important to allow the glucose to work as it's supposed to. But when you overcorrect, it makes patience impossible. It throws patience out the door. And it makes you believe that patience is not possible and that patience is not helpful. But you also see the downsides. We want to practice patience with diabetes, not because we want to torture ourselves, but because we want to show ourselves that it's possible. And we also know that patients with type 1 diabetes management is the most effective way to have good blood sugars, as well as to improve your emotional health. But when you overcorrect, you don't practice patience, and you reinforce that belief that you can't be patient, or being patient is going to make you unsafe. And that's not what we want to do. We want to help to show you that you have the ability to be patient. It's not always easy. It requires some distress tolerance techniques. It requires you to be uncomfortable for a little while. But it's critical for you to be successful in your life with type 1 diabetes. And finally, reason number three, why overcorrecting your low blood sugar is just not helpful. It makes diabetes a bigger burden than it has to be. When you overcorrect, you prolong the treatment of your low. Low blood sugars suck. They are pain in the butt. And they take time out of your day. And I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. They're not fun. But unfortunately, right now, they're a part of life with good diabetes management. Yes, they're a burden. But we want to make sure that burden stays contained and doesn't get bigger than it has to be. When you overcorrect your low blood sugar, what you do is you prolong the treatment. Instead of having it be a burden for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or even an hour, you take that burden and you extend it because your blood sugar is going on a roller coaster. You don't feel good for the rest of the day. And you're constantly thinking about and paying attention to your diabetes, which is not what you want to be doing. You want to get to a place where you're paying as little attention to your diabetes as possible, but having the best blood sugars. And overcorrecting actually does the exact opposite. It sends your blood sugars high and low, but it also makes you think about diabetes even more. And so what if you were able to take 15 grams, wait 15 minutes, and then treat again if necessary, but not overtreat, not make diabetes a bigger burden than it has to be? So now that we've talked about the reasons why overcorrecting is not helpful, let's talk about some practical things that you can do to stop overcorrecting. And these are all about setting yourself up for success. So the first thing that I want you to do 
is to create some rules for yourself. And I want you to do this in a time when your blood sugars are in a good range. Because trying to make these plans and these rules and trying to set yourself up for success when your blood sugar is low is never going to work out well. So creating rules for yourself. What does this mean? Well, a simple thing would be to follow the direction from your diabetes educator or your doctor. If that rule is eat 15 grams of carbs and wait 15 minutes, then commit to doing that. And here's the thing. When you create these rules, you're going to want to break them in the moment. However, you're able to take the decision-making out of the process when you're in a panic. If you're in a panic, if your blood sugar is low, you're not feeling well, your mind is racing, your anxiety is increasing, but you have some rules to follow, the chances of you following them is much more likely. But if you have no rules that you've committed to, the chances of anything getting better is pretty low because you're not going to follow rules or make rules up in that sense of desperation, in that panic. But if you create rules for yourself, knowing that they're going to keep you safe, even if they're not comfortable, when you have those experiences, it makes it much easier to follow. You can lean on those rules as opposed to overthinking it. And what we want to do here is help you to take the thinking out of the process. And creating rules helps you do that. Number two, create low treatment packs. And what I mean by this is find ways to not overcorrect. So personally, I like to use Smarties to correct my low blood sugars. And the reason I like Smarties is because they're packaged in a way which makes overtreatment really hard. Each sleeve of Smarties is about seven grams of carbs. And so when I have a low, I eat two sleeves. And if I want to eat, eat another one, I'll have one more. But it's hard to kind of keep on unpacking and unraveling those packages to overtreat. On the other hand, if you have a two-liter bottle of soda, it is so much easier to overtreat. Because first of all, we are very bad at recognizing how much four ounces is, which is about 15 grams of carbs. But also it's so much easier to overtreat that because pouring an extra couple ounces or more and more when you feel bad is really easy. So I want to help you set yourself up for success by creating packages of low snacks that make it difficult for you to overtreat. Putting those barriers in your way can be really helpful. And finally, number three, and this sounds a little bit cheesy, but I know that it works, is write yourself a note. Maybe put that note in your blood glucose meter or on your bathroom mirror or in your kitchen and remind yourself that the rules that you're going to follow are for your own good and remind yourself that you have thought through this stuff and it's going to keep you safe. Reminding yourself of these things, especially the agreements that you made with yourself and the reasons why can be very helpful in making sure that you don't overcorrect. Overcorrection of low blood sugar is going to happen. And if it does happen to you again after listening to this episode, give yourself some grace. Diabetes is not easy and low blood sugars are not easy. And it's easy to overcorrect because that's what our bodies are telling us to do. But we also know the downsides. And we don't want to continue that behavior because it's not going to set us up for improved emotional health, improved blood sugars, and a positive attitude about diabetes. So by setting yourself up for success and creating ways to prevent yourself from overtreating lows, 
it's gonna be so helpful for you in making sure you're not over-treating and therefore your blood sugars are staying more stable, as well as decreasing your frustration and your feelings of helplessness and hopelessness around diabetes and your ability to manage it. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action that you can put into place today to help you to improve your emotional health with type 1 diabetes. And today your plan of action is create some rules for yourself around how you treat low blood sugar. Take five minutes and make a couple rules about what you want to do when you go low. How many carbs will you eat? How long will you wait? And how will you set yourself up for success? Creating these rules will help you to prevent overcorrection. And then if it does happen, to fall back on so that you can remember the best way to approach these things, even if it's challenging. And sometimes it will be. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat so you can have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.